This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, don't hang up. You're just on hold. Plus, Biz is in the moment, but not in the zone. Teresa says, I'll do it myself. And we talk to award-winning children's book author and illustrated Airly Anderson about her new book, Neither. Woo! I feel like most of today's episode will be a discussion of neither or neither. neither. Either. Either. Just Let's just fucking stop the show. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa. Yes. How are you? Oh, well. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bit of a moment. I was just saying to you, Biz, before the show that I recently arranged for my first grader, Grace, to be out of school on independent study for Mm. a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it solves one problem and creates others. (laughs) But uh, things were just spiraling out of control at school and we just really needed a break. So... I feel really good about it, but it is a little bit of that thing that we've talked about a lot on the show where it's like, I'll just do it myself. It'll be fine. Right. I'll just do it. Like, rather than like stress out about watching someone else like make a mess of something. Right. Just feeling like, I know I can do this. I'll just do it. Let right. me do it. But then it's like taking that on. Yeah. And, um, and then you being the one who made oh, yeah. like, instead of letting somebody else make a mess of it, I'm going to be the one who's in charge of making yeah. this total mess. No, no. Because because it's, there's that belief yeah. that I won't make a mess. Well, right. I know how to do I'll this. I'll totally be fine. Yeah. yeah. And like, I can take that. Like, it's, there <laughs> I was can take no, it on. There was no like, oh, well, I'll just rearrange this or that. It was just like, oh, I'll just also do this in addition gotta, to everything else that I'm yeah. doing. I'm just going to dump this entire yeah giant yep. peg into this very square like yep. hole. Yeah. Yep. Um, but actually, I feel great about yeah. it. So that's well, that's where I'm at. So I'll report back on that. Well, I just want to say we were also kind of talking about like the fact that you're you're setting out the independent study mm-hmm. for Grace, uh, who you spoke a little bit about last week, saying that you know mm-hmm. there's some real struggles in school and mm-hmm. how like uh, impendingly mm-hmm. stressful that is. And it reminded me of when Katie Bell and I were wrestling with her not taking that pill to get rid of that parasite and I needed her oh, to take yeah. it and she was vomiting all the time yeah. and it was like so stressful I was in tears all the time like it was like I know I need to help my child yeah. but I am at the same time yeah. ruining stuff and yeah. you were like stop doing it yeah. <laughs> then do it later right yeah. like just take your break just and we were just yeah. saying the problem itself has not yeah. gone away. No, the problem has gone away. But sometimes yeah. the genius is just realizing you yeah. can shift the problem yes. down the timeline a yeah. little bit yeah. and do a little recoup. Yes. I just think you're doing such a great oh, thank job. You. Thank you. And I love seeing continued examples of being able to shift the problem. Yes. I mean, I don't know how healthy that is, but I, like when I say well, it out loud. That's what we're talking about today, right? right Putting well, stuff yeah. on hold. Putting stuff on Yeah. We can also put problems, problems on, on hold. hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fix this oh, when I'm ready this to. This is the best it's, show. You need, you need a minute to get your head yes, in the game. You correct. need to make a plan sometimes. Step back, make a new plan, figure it out. That's right. Try again. Exactly. I think that's what Paul Simon was going for in his song. All right. <laughs> get on the bus, guys. Don't need to discuss much. All right. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so happy. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Seven's <laughs> traveling. 
And uh, I've, you know, been doing a little therapy. Mm-hmm. And I've been really, you know, my boundaries. We've Good. had all this stuff. Good. And I've really, with Ellis, who is more, I've really been working on being in the moment mm-hmm. with Ellis. Like really, you know, locking eyes and being mm-hmm. there. And that has been going great. That's great. Simultaneously, it is depleting. Uh-huh. And I feel right. like the best way I could say it as I was standing in the kitchen, I was like, I am in the moment, but I am not in the zone. You know what I mean? Like, I, like there's no sustainability. Right. It feels like staying the in the moment. The momentum isn't in favor of keeping <laughs> right. you there. No, right. right. It's the, still like a huge effort to put yourself Yeah, the do, moment yeah. is like, yeah. here's your moment. Yeah, yeah. got and it. And it, it's like the boulder rolling up. Mm-hmm. We made it to the top. Ah, we're going back down. Yeah. Rolling up. Oh, there's God. never I don't like I haven't gotten over the hump and then enjoyed spiraling down into the zone. Is it okay that this <laughs> made me think of like when you're pushing a baby out and like the head is going out That's but the, back in going back in and then it has started to go out and then it's going back well, in. Well let's remember Ellis was like hold up. Yeah. Like on the yeah. it was like on the left side or the was. right side of yeah. it, just like clinging to life. Sure just like yeah. oh I'm not leaving. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah, he's still doing be, that. He's still doing that. He's just outside there, your body. There are days I am like a cartoon walking around <laughs> with Ellis wrapped around my leg. And I'm like, I still have to cook dinner. Right. I still have to get from this room to that room. Yep. I just need mama. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. Speaking of holding things like children, <laughs> that will tie in nicely to today's show. You're just on hold. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> Over the last, like, I don't know, week, I've had a fountain of ideas for show topics. Yeah, you have. Bursting. Yeah. Everybody buckle up for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We're going there. Yeah. Lots of different places. But today we're going to go with this thought I had standing in my kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about things I wasn't doing with my life, but had great confidence I will do. Mm-hmm. And I realized what I was doing was I just had things on hold. And, and that's like an expression people use. It's just on hold. Mm-hmm. It's just on hold for now until fill in the blank. And I realized in my hilarious title for the show that I think the phone analogy is spot on. Mm -hmm. You're on hold trying to get through to whatever it is that you need to take care of. Mm -hmm. They put you on hold. And the hold can sometimes be so long. I mean, I've seen, Stefan and I both have just like put it on speakerphone and walked away from being on hold mm-hmm. sometimes in the house. Yeah. And then you just wait to hear somebody say hello and then you run yep. as fast as you can. I'm here, I'm here, 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 I'm, here, here, here. I'm, here yeah. I'm here. You're like pushing all the wrong buttons and you hang yeah. up and you have to do the whole fucking thing again. But yeah. you can be on hold for so long that one, you totally can walk away. Sometimes you can just forget why you were even on hold to begin with. Yep. And sometimes you get to the place where you're like, oh, fuck it. I don't, I don't need to know where that shipment is. Yeah. I don't need to really take it. I'll just pay the $5 extra on that bill. Fuck it. Yeah. Right? Like, 
Yeah. I don't need grocery orders to show whatever it is that you're on hold for. Yeah. I don't need the medicine. Uh, <laughs> it'll you like you just have to like let it go. Yeah. But I just want to explore that today. I want to explore yeah. like <laughs> told Teresa my notes were like putting things on hold. And then like the only other thing in my notes was good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so Teresa, yeah. I certainly have a long list where I can yeah. talk about things on hold, but I, I'll start to you. I'll start with you. So I, I feel like the like Mad Libs scenario for this is blank is on hold until blank. blank. Yeah. <laughs> Boogers are on hold until swimming. Yeah. Right? Like noun, verb. Right. Leia, what does this make you think of? Well, immediately it made me think of exercise. Yeah, that's on my list. That yeah, that's an like, easy one. I mean, that Survey is fans. the one. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. I know it's on hold. Oh, yeah. I'm aware it's on hold, and it's very comfortably on hold. Like, it's like oh, that yeah. thing where, like, I'm, t- I'm at the point of true acceptance. Yeah. Like, I'm not fooling myself. <laughs> It's been it's been a while. Like there yes, was like, there was definitely a good while where I was going like, oh, I'm gonna get there. I'll figure that. How about next week? I'll go on such and such a day yeah. or whatever. And I was like still kind of trying. Yeah. And now it's been months, months of just true. I'm not even. I am affirmatively, knowingly putting that on hold. Yes. And I don't have an until blank. Right. Because my life is a total shit show right now. <laughs> Like I don't giant peg. Yeah, Gong. something right. something yeah. is going to eventually change. I know that. Yeah, and somehow I will exercise again <laughs> because I actually kind of like exercising. Right. It can make you feel good. Yeah, but I actually even enjoy the act yeah, of, exercising. of exercising. Yes, no, I agree. It's def- That's a classic. Yeah. example of. And, and I feel like it's the short term and the long term hold because yeah. I've been in the same situation. I'm still, even though I've well passed the several month marker of any type of exercise, mm-hmm. even like I'll just do some squats next to the bed when I wake yeah. up. Yeah. It's turned into the like, there's still the like, I'm just going to put it on hold for a week. Right. And then, yeah, Monday, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. Right. But you're right. It just doesn't yeah. click. Yeah. <laughs> click. <laughs> uh, cl- hang up. My big. When blank mm-hmm. happens, yeah. all these things are going to happen. Right. And that is when both of my children uh-huh. are in, like, full-time school. Right. Right? In my situation, there are times where I'm like, oh, it's been eight years since I <laughs> haven't had a kid just in my house all the time. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then... And then if you have more, I mean, like, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not even at the You're point not even of the thinking, thinking about right. when, like, when, when Curtis is in school. Right. Because it's, he's so, it's so far off, yeah. right? Or at least it feels that way. Right. But then also with all the drama with Grace, I'm like, I don't actually really know if and when everyone Anybody's. will all be at school full time. <laughs> I don't know how that's. I know. That, so I that can't be my until. Well, but this okay. But yeah. see, this is what I want to get at because like everybody's until is yeah. different, and I, this reminds me of like, like you know, Mama has lots of sayings, uh, <laughs> and but one of one of the ones that like pops up, and again, I realize it's not does not just pertain to the subject of the saying. Yeah, but uh, you see many times unfold. She would always say. If you ever buy a house, never buy a house with the idea that you're only going to be there for a couple of years. Uh-huh. When you go and you look at the house, the question you have to ask yourself is, am I willing to be in this house 
for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. And wow. she's right because you do. Okay. You sit there and you think, all right, yeah. you know, we got the house. Oh, we're going to outgrow it. We'll buy it. We'll move or yeah. we'll do whatever. But then the year rolls. The year goes, mm-hmm. another year, and then suddenly it's 10 years and you're on the house. Yeah. Suddenly it's whatever. You yeah. might very well, because you never know what life is yeah, going to give know. you, yeah. you might be in that house yeah. forever. Uh-huh. And to me, I feel like that symbolizes the on hold mm. thing. I, I th- That is too large a pill for me to swallow okay. right now, Biz. <laughs> I can't even... That... <laughs> I but you know what I, mean? I might start. Well, I know it's my eyes disturbing. Out right now. Well, because it's like, but it triggers the thing of. Whoa! <laughs> I know, but it triggers the thing of the main question because we can sit yeah. here and go back and forth with examples of things that are on hold forever right. or right. what we're waiting for right. forever. Yeah, but it's the real question, which is what I wrote. Yeah, in a few simple words. Is that good? Right. Because you hear the motivating stories. Like on the in the news or in the media, like people who like say, "Well, I'm committing to pursuing this dream, or right. I'm gonna write this book, or I'm yeah. gonna." They didn't put it on hold. Right. They chose to yeah. say, "You know, everybody's like, oh, J.K. Rowling sat in that diner yeah. writing that book by yeah. hand with babies in the chair with her." And I'm yeah. like, I would like to have that woman on the show and really find out if she was legitimately in a diner every single day with a baby <laughs> sleeping yeah. and a toddler. Yeah. I don't. Buy it. I know. I don't buy that either. I'll buy the books. But, like, these things, I think, almost become, like, myths or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, legends. I I, I just am, like, I think about even one of our guests a million years ago, Rebecca Marr, who, when her second child turned one, Mm -hmm. she she and her husband were just like, we're getting a babysitter and I'm going to lock myself in the bedroom and I'm going to start writing every day because it's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do this now. I need to do this now. And so... I don't like, and, and the scale that I'm wrestling with is I don't want the scale to lean to the I should feel guilty that mm. I'm not trying to yeah. make it work within my circumstances because yeah. I don't want to wait until fill in the blank. Yeah. But I also don't want the scale to shift the other way where I feel guilty that I'm missing opportunities. Right. It's a guilt scale. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm with you on the, like, the the reality is there is no future necessarily. Right. So, like, the question is, what are we doing right now? So, like, when we're putting stuff on hold, like, we can have it in our mind that someday I will do that. Right. But what we're saying is, I'm not doing that. I'm doing something <laughs> else. Because that's, because it's now. Like, we're in the present. I know. Like, I know. that's the reality. And, like, so, so saying it's on hold and right. saying I'm going to get back to it is, like, a way of, like, self-soothing. It's I'm like, going to keep these this, jeans yeah. in the drawer. Yeah. Because one day I'm going to put yeah. these jeans on again. Yeah. As it opposed- makes us feel better. Right. But it's also, so. It, Until it's, the jeans make you feel better. Awful. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, I feel like for one thing, I feel like it is totally a reasonable coping mechanism mm. when you're in a situation where you just have too much goddamn shit to do. Yeah, like you're there's just too much to do. Yes, you can't do all of it right now physically. Right, it's not physically possible. Correct. Some stuff is not going to happen right now, and so I feel like it's totally fair to set some things aside and say that they're on hold because if you just say, well, I'm not doing that. That's <laughs> not happening. Yeah. Sometimes that's a little bit too painful. I and agree. So, like, the idea that, like, I... I know that it's very likely that I will be able to come back to that in the future. Right. It's, like, uh, it makes, like... It makes it, like, tolerable. Yeah. But 
what I think you were saying before is that are we lying to ourselves right. tonight when we do that? And like we don't we don't really want to do that. And like I think part of that analysis is like when we're putting stuff on hold, like maybe we just want to be more mindful about what we're choosing to put on hold. Mm. And that that is the stuff we're putting on hold. Like I I am really torn about the exercise thing. Right. Because I think I it's something I like. It's a good self-care thing. And it's really good for my body. And it will be good for me for, like, going right. forward. Like, it, it has so many benefits. So I feel really torn about whether that actually makes sense as a thing to put on hold. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. But on the other hand, like... I, I'm just in crisis mode right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. So, like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel like. Well, I think. No, I. Yeah. No, exactly. I. Yeah, we're just yeah. now we're just looking at each other yes. and shaking our yes. heads. Like, <laughs> yes. psychically, yes. we understand. Yeah. But, like, I, this, it ties into two things. One, it ties into, like, what we were saying at the beginning of the show, where sometimes the things we put on hold are the crises itself, are the problems, right? Like, right. Oh, that's true, too. Right? Where, oh, totally. where it's yeah. like, it's not going anywhere. The yeah. problem itself is mm-hmm. not going anywhere. So yeah. it's okay to put it on hold and come back to it. Mm-hmm. And we say that that's a good thing because mm-hmm. we know the problem's not going anywhere. You Sometimes yeah. you just have to regroup to attach it. So maybe yeah. we can say that the positive things that we put on hold, that's also okay. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. We're going to come back to it. It's a little bit, the, the idea that kept coming up in my head as you were talking was, if you love something, yeah. set, it free, set it free and it will come back. Yeah. Because like, I've said on the show, I just came to peace, which I, I'm not probably going back to acting. I'm not getting the yeah. Academy Award. Yeah. I'm not like, right? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. But as people are becoming more reasonable human beings in my house, uh-huh. there's a little thing in the back of my head that's like, well, maybe I would go try a small market or go audition for something. Huh. You know, like yeah. a play or yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. take a class. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not gone. Yeah, that's so true. Right? Like, yeah. if you hang up on the bill company, the bills are still going to come. <laughs> right. They'll right. still be there. Right. So sometimes hanging up. I like if you mm, love something right? free. I, that's really That's a little helpful. better than on yeah. hold, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, we're not saying goodbye to exercise yeah. or continuing education or a new job or whatever's on your list. Yeah. It's just, sometimes we actually have to, like, I, I think maybe I have to like literally just get it out of my head and let it go completely. Totally. For it to be able yeah. to come back more fully developed oh, and me totally. more ready to embrace it and welcome it back yeah. like an old friend. Yes. Yes. I'm into that. Let's not put that on hold. <laughs> We have a Jumbotron. This message is for Martha Sullivan from Rachel Domoratsky. Martha faces life with her trademark thoughtfulness and steely resolve. She says she sets the bar down on the ground and steps over it, but I know better. She is nailing, parenting, spousing, lawyering, daughtering, sistering, volunteering, and friending. Plus, she's turning food into baby number three. She is a wonder. Happy birthday, dear friend. Keep kicking ass. Yeah. Whoa! Kaboom! Seriously. You are doing a fucking 
great job. Yeah, you are. Happy birthday. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. Between work, kids, and everything else, the last thing you want to do when you get home is clean. Quit pushing off the cleaning chores. Hire a housekeeper instead. Biz and I both have premium memberships. To save 30% off your Care.com premium membership, visit care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership. Get yourself some help. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is a general genius, but I just, in the midst of life being really crazy and very stressful right now, I just feel like I've been doing a good job in my moments with my kids and really appreciating them and how hard they are working to do a good job in the world and be good people despite all of their challenges. And so that's been feeling really good that even though I'm feeling really stressed in my body and in just life, um, I'm able to, like, in my moments with them, just like remember that they're kids yeah. and that it's not they're not doing they're not like stressing me out on purpose like yeah. they're actually doing a pretty good job you oh, know that's really good because that's yeah. a hard one thanks and yeah so good job thank you really good job thanks katie bell she she goes you know she and ella share a room and we have no private space for Katie Bell mm-hmm. in our house. Yeah. I mean, there's no like extra room. She's gonna have to hide be... in the bathroom. She's gonna have to learn how to hide in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we go through these cycles where suddenly she's like, I just want a space. And she's like really trying to make one, but she's too big to be under a desk. We don't have other furniture to go under. Mm-hmm. And like this weekend, you know, with Stefan gone, she just was like really like she was about to like put tape along the middle of their yeah, bedroom. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I can't have yeah. the split bedroom. Right. It doesn't work. And there's no place to build you a fort. Like there's just nothing yeah. for you. Yeah. And then, and I, I stormed around and I was like kind of ugly every once in a while. I was like, I'm sorry, Katie Bell. This is just the house we live in. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'd all like some space. Yeah. Right. I, I was doing yeah. really, really good parenting <laughs> while yeah. Stefan's gone. And then I was like, everybody just go watch television. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, this really is unfair. I, is there something I can do? Mm-hmm. And I just took myself out of the standard fort box, mm-hmm. how to build a fort. I went to the garage. I got some eye screws, like the little screws with a little circle on the end. I had some like line left over from the carnival days. Mm-hmm. Go into her room. And I made a full on like tent sort of thing that like canopy thing that covers her bed. It goes right over her. All it was was so two, cool. two eye screws in the walls, yeah. guys, at the top. Yeah. And then ran cords from those yeah. down to the bedposts. Yeah. 
covered that yeah. and then cl- I got a my queen size sheet, you know, uh-huh. one of those, and yeah. clipped it with like uh, clothesline clips. Yeah. And like I strung up a little thing of like battery opened Valentine's lights that I have like eight of because my mom keeps sending them. So I have all these lights. And I was like, boom, you have it. She loved it. I'm and sure. I walked away like, yeah. I just nailed the shit out yeah, of that. And then, did. of course, the Ellis wanted one, so I right. did it for him. Yeah. And all they want to do is be in there all the time. Oh my God. You're such a I, genius. I was like this. And like, here's the other side genius is I have been in a rut of like not doing anything like that for my kids. Uh-huh. And I used to really get off on yeah. building things for the kids. Totally. And there's no. I don't do it anymore. So I felt like really, I was like, look at me building and doing a thing that's awesome. So good. I will post pictures. Hi, one bad mother. I'm calling with the genius. So I have a three-month-old and I'm still nursing, therefore pumping at work. Usually the room that I pump in is available all day, but today there is an on-site suit for the employees. So I had to book specific times. I booked 1.30 and then, of course, got distracted, missed my slot. Room isn't available again until four, and so my genius is that a few months ago, I bought a car adapter for my pump. My husband thought I was crazy, but, you know, just in case. And so my genius, again, is that I am in a parking lot pumping in my car. I went across the street to a different office park just in case someone does see me. It won't be someone I know, but at least I get to feed my baby tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Love the show. You're doing such a good job. Yeah, you are. That's so awesome. That was a lot of work. Yeah. And I really like the idea that she, like, was had the foresight enough to, like, go across the street yeah. to park. So, so that, like, you're, like, the yeah. boss doesn't walk by. I was like, oh, what yeah. are you doing in your car? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just so good. You're so smart. You are so smart. Good job. Good job. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. So I had this great idea to (laughs) take the kids and some friends of ours and their kids out to dinner at like one of our favorite pizza places um, on Saturday night. And I was thinking like they came over for a little play date and it's like one of Gracie's best friends and like they have a younger kid who's Oscar's age. And I was like, this is great. We haven't like hung out in a while. And so I'm thinking, okay, it's first of all, it's pouring rain. Nobody's going to want to be out. And I was like, we're going to go to this place at like five. Yeah. Like nobody's going to be there. It'll be fine. It was so crowded. Uh. We got there and it was like so hard to park. Everyone was out in our neighborhood. I don't know why. It was so hard to park. Finally, Jesse had to like drop us off, me and the kids. And then (laughs) he went to find a parking space. And then we waited for ever for a table and finally our friends were like our kids need to go to bed soon so they left and they (gasps) went to like a nearby thing which was like Grace was really sad and their kids were really sad but like my kids wanted to eat at this place and they whatever so they they left we said bye it was all fine they did that finally we got our table it was like another they were so busy I guess they were like shorthanded or something happening it was so busy that we didn't get like we didn't get our food until like probably an hour after sitting down and we had like the baby I didn't have snacks for the baby like it was just it was was a total I mean yeah like Jesse and I stayed pretty cool the whole time which was amazing but like the three kids could not believe what was being asked yeah like their minds were exploding like oh yeah not yeah fathom that this was real that's crazy yeah it was 
pretty bad. You took them to the sixth level of hell. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> my very short fail. I, I think my body, it's really a body failure in that last night, somewhere in my sleep, totally subconsciously, I jacked my back out. Oh, God. And I have woken up just a walking fail today of like, oh, oh do I have to pick things up off the floor? Uh, Ellis is like, jump and hug. And I mean, no. it is. Yeah. It feels like a, it feels like, like just like it's a fail somehow that I've done without knowing how I've done it, which in itself feels like a fail. Yeah. That's it. That sucks. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's all right. Hey, y'all. This is a fail. Uh, my two-and-a-half-year-old and I were involved in a car accident about a month or so ago, and we got hit on the side by a little truck. And my immediate reaction when it happened was to say, oh, fuck you, truck. And now my two-and-a-half-year-old is apparently banned from playing with the cars and the trucks at school because he's been spending the last month, every time he plays with those toys at school, saying, oh, fuck you, car. Oh, fuck you, truck. So, that's right. I guess I maybe should, you know, talk to him, but he's too. He doesn't get it. I don't know what to do. I guess just don't let him play with the poor cars and trucks anymore. Sorry, kid. Find a new favorite thing to play with. All right, well. Y'all have a good one. Don't curse around your kids. They say everything. Bye. Jeez, even when you just got hit by one, I mean, it feels I know. Fair. I, that yeah, feels like us, a reasonable time to. I know. This just makes me think of, we have so many, like, good night truck, this truck, that truck books, yeah. where, like, there's all these, like, sort of rhymes and trucks yeah. and trucks and this kind of little red truck, a little blue truck, and this yeah. truck, up truck. Oh, here comes the truck. Yeah. Right? I don't, I just. Fuck you, truck. Just feels like it belongs in a book. It really is so right. It is. Yeah. Well, you're doing a horrible (laughs) job. But there's clearly a place for you in adult slash children's literature. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I One Bad Mother is supported in part by Third Love. Did you know that most old-school bra brands only carry 15 sizes? Well, Third Love offers 60 sizes in cups AA through G, including half-cup sizes. You guys, I love my Third Love bras, and it's so nice if you are pregnant or breastfeeding to be able to deal with changes in your size, (laughs) even if it just changes a little bit. Third Love has you covered. Um, And if you've never worn one before, you can just go online and answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz. It takes 60 seconds. You can do it all from the comfort of your home, and they will send you a great bra. Go to thirdlove.com slash badmother now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash badmother. Thirdlove.com slash badmother. Teresa. Yes. Let's call someone today. Woo! 
Airly Anderson is an award-winning children's book author and illustrator. Her style is distinct and unique, creating colorful worlds that center around themes of inclusivity, friendship, and self-acceptance. She has a BFA in illustration from Rhode Island School of Design and has authored and illustrated over 10 books. Her latest book, Neither, came out this past February, as in a couple of weeks ago, February. Welcome to the show, Airly. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get into the book, I would like to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is, who lives in your house? Okay, so I have Colden, who is my 18-month-old son. Whoa. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, my husband, Michael, who is 38 years old. <laughs> I don't know how many months, I don't know how many months that is, but... Um, they're both wonderful. <laughs> and it, just because we, I, I derail on it all the time, any other living things in the house? Are you a pet house? Or, or not? dead. Or dead things. things. I know. Any oh. ghosts? Any ghosts? In the well, house? no ghosts, uh, although I'm surprised because our house is pretty old. It's an old farmhouse. You're just, you're just um, not connected. You're just not connected to them yet. But stay up too late at night, and they will talk to you. You're welcome. I, you know, I'm, I got to work on that. I really do. Yeah, that we're the only, uh, you know, as far as I know, the only living things in the house. Well, it's never too late for something to surprise you on either side of the realm. <laughs> this interview is taking a while. It has. Turn. It's I'm gotten sorry weird. I brought up the ghost. I thing. know. Just, well, kinda... we said at the beginning, I haven't been sleeping well. Uh, so, you know, it's all okay. We're all functioning. 18 months, though. Yeah. That's a brand. That's new. That's a, that's interesting timing with that having a, a book coming That out. is correct. That's a lot. How, yes. How that's are you in, doing? Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel like I'm coming out of a fog now. Mm. Um, um, and I feel like I'm just starting to sort of surface with my sort of feeling somewhat normal, I guess, if you can call it that. Yeah, the book, we knew that when when I signed on for the book, we knew that Colden was going to arrive right when we were really in the thick of creating the book. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be interesting. <laughs> Everybody lived well. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> <laughs> and it was totally fine. And it was it fine. Just ended up being fine. Right. It all worked out in the book, guys. The book, the end. Somebody was here. There was a bunny. It's all good. And everybody slept through the night. <laughs> the end. Oh, I love end. that. I That's love a good that book. Ending. Wouldn't that be a great book? <laughs> a book of lies. Great <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. Well, let's 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 start. Let's just get in to the book. Neither okay. or neither, either or either. Yeah. We're going to talk about neither, which is a really sweet book about a place where it has always been this or that. And then suddenly someone was born, someone showed up that wasn't this or that. They were neither this nor that. And I, then take us from there, because I'm not going to tell your whole story. Take us from there and lay it out for us about, about this place. Sure. So in the land of this and that, there are just blue bunnies and <laughs> yellow chicks and or birds, I, I guess we should say. Neither is born into this world and then discovers that he, it wants to be both, but is labeled neither. So after discovering that neither doesn't really fit in, neither flies away to find somewhere else, somewhere else where it might fit in a little bit better. And I don't want to spoil it for our readers, but the place where neither ends up is a place where all are welcome. So, 
so at the at the end there's a one of my favorite images at the end is a spread where there's just a zillion kinds of creatures mm-hmm. and neither says so many kinds so many different kinds and i to kind of tie it back into the baby who lives in my house we at that time when i was creating that image we we weren't getting a lot of sleep and i I've said before that I, I kind of credit the weirdness and the the creativity of all of those creatures to my sort of sleep deprivation. The state of mind I was in was almost like a hallucinogenic state of mind. <laughs> so I came up with these creatures that I don't think I would have come up with otherwise without having been in that state. Uh, like there's a narwhal on a skateboard with a scarf on, like that kind of, that kind of weird. So it's sort of... I, I mean, I'm glad I'm getting sleep now, but at the time, <laughs> I, I sort of am grateful for that state of mind. Maybe I can somehow, ref, you know, get back into that into that state of being without being exhausted. I don't exactly. know. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, I was going to say, otherwise, just give it three months. It'll all be ruined, like every mother says. I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> I, just, I just have to say, I love that page with all the different creatures, and my kids love it, too. And there's, like, as you say, there's the narwhal, and then there's, like... There's like a there's like a giraffe snake. Yeah. There's like I mean there's just all these really amazing creatures and I, like I just have to say my kids you know we're always looking for books in our house that sort of foster this celebration of all the ways in which people and children can be different. And this book, I just, I have to say that I love it so much because it not only just has this beautiful message, but also my kids are obsessed with it. Yeah. Like they, it's just, oh. they just love it. They, they <laughs> memorized it right away. They wanted to read it over and over again. Every time we look at that page with all the different creatures, they find one that they hadn't noticed before, yeah. which is really fun. Oh. So yeah, I just really wanted to thank you personally for this oh. book. Oh, I love that. I, that's just exactly the kind of thing that just makes my day. I, I want my wanted people to have sort of a, not where's Waldo, feeling but you know because there's you're not exactly looking for anything in particular but that feeling of like there's so much here to look at so yeah. that makes me that makes me so happy well you've answered my question on how you came up with these particular designs but at the just don't sleep. <laughs> yeah just don't sleep <laughs> creativity problem solved but uh, you at the end of your book you have like an author's note and you talk about how this book sort of started with a doodle at you know the coffee shop where you were sitting and it doodled and the and the the book sort of came from that but i i'm Talk to me about that, because I'm really trying to get how an adorable doodle turns into this book about, you know, that, that acts sort of as a, a gateway to talking about inclusivity and, you know, celebrating uh, differences. Because that, I don't know, my brain doesn't leap that fast into into that sort of, you know, collective state. So can you take us through that a little bit? Yeah, yes. I Well, I... I agree. It's kind of, if someone had asked me to write a book about inclusivity and um, sort of the gray areas of life, and I don't, I think I would, I would say something like, I, I don't know if I can do that because I really just like to draw, you know, I like to draw bunnies and birds. <laughs> and stuff. So, so I, I really, well, at the time I was, I was teaching middle school and I really was into the idea of making animals that were kind of a blend of lots of different creatures. And my middle schoolers really love that idea too. They, 
you know, they went went crazy with the half dragon, half hippo, half, you know, that kind of thing. So they definitely, they influenced me. (laughs) Half hippo, half dragon would be very dangerous. Yeah. Middle school is dangerous. You know, there's a lot of, uh, they love the, the dangerous animal theme. So, um, I, uh, I was sketching in the coffee shop on a, on a break and I was scribbling this half, a lot of different half animals and thinking about it later, I realized that there's, there was one student in particular who really affected me quite a bit. And the year previous, she was, um, representing a female. And then when I started teaching, he had transitioned, uh, to identifying as male and I hadn't really thought of how much that affected my my story until um, after I started writing it. I realized that just the the acceptance that I witnessed at the school and the interesting way that that this student had sort of glided into this other truer identity for himself was just so inspiring. And the way that the school handled it was wonderful. And um, I realized you know, that that was a theme that must have, you know, touched me a lot because I, I wrote this whole theme about it. And then later I realized, yes, that had a lot to do with, that had a lot to do with what, um, what my, how my story turned out in the end. It wasn't just about a cool, cute half animal. It was (laughs) about something bigger. Yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, did it just like, were you just like, you finally are putting the pages together and you're like, oh my gosh, I wrote a book about inclusivity. (laughs) Yes, it was like that. And it was also, the process was also, I, it kind of all came out almost all at once. I mean, we did edit a lot. There was a lot of editing. So I think I had been thinking about it for a long time and it just sort of, um, it was one of those studio moments where it was, it felt very it felt inspired, which is always a good thing when that happens. Well, I think that's one of the things I like about the book. I mean, it's, you know, it's definitely geared at, you know, young children, you know, maybe two to four or older, of course. I mean, books are never really ever exactly who yeah. they're for. Mm. Says me yeah. with a room full of books. That I, <laughs> why are we reading some right, of these right. books? Right. I mean, you know, books are, yeah. but, you know, it's, it. I would I guess it falls into the category of like picture book or whatever. It's not yeah, like yeah. dense writing, but I, that's what I like about it is that it, the, the, it is the illustrations themselves that I feel really convey the themes of these stories in such an adorable <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we were talking about this a little bit before the show, Teresa and I, about the book of like, I, I mean, clearly the ideas came from being up in the middle of the night and hallucinating and, you know, of sleep deprivation and, and a doodle. But, you know, is the, did you find after you wrote it that there was significance for you that it was animals that you were using? I mean, did you ever like say, oh, maybe I should use, I don't know, something else? Or, or was it just like always animals all the time? Yeah, it was always animals. I feel that animals for me are the most kind of inspiring vector for these for yeah. these sorts of stories. I think it's just something that I enjoy more. I I do I do like drawing kids a lot, but I for some reason the way that these stories come out is I just find it more delightful to kind of tell everything through an animal. It's also it makes it feel somehow maybe a little more universal because mm-hmm. it's not an, a person who looks at like a particular kind of person. Right. Um, hope, hopefully people will be able to identify with something that's sort of not like a person. 
so I, I yeah I sort of prefer to make although I am working on a story right now which has human children in it so oh. uh, it's exciting new territory <laughs> <laughs> well Early, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us and for writing this book. Well, not just writing, but drawing and, and bringing uh, this book to life. It is really a remarkable resource for conversations and just or just introducing the idea about, you know, blended identities, gender norms and, and more for, for young readers. It's a real gift. And we just want to say thank you for doing that. Well, thank you so much. And I hope everyone can kind of find their own meanings in the yeah. book, depending on what their what their experience is, it doesn't have to be about one thing or, or another. It, it, <laughs> it could be, be about either. Or both either. either. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and that is a hundred percent accurate. We're going to link everybody up to airlyanderson.com where they can find out more about you and all your books, as well as to where they can buy a copy of Neither. You know, we're always big fans of your indie bookstores. You can go grab them there, any place that you buy books. But we'll link people up to that. Thank you, uh, Early, so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Biz and Teresa. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, have a good rest of the day. Bye bye. All right. You too. Bye bye. I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the hosts of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Simpsons. Simpsons. We are a Simpsons podcast brand new to the Maximum Fun Network, and every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright, all people that have worked on The Simpsons, and we've also had guests like Weird Al and people that are on the Max Fun Network already, and each week we will talk to a very cool guest about their favorite episode, and it is so much fun. So if you like The Simpsons, come listen to Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. All right. Smell you later. Uh, either way, we're now on the Max Fun Network, and uh, I would like it if you checked it out. Uh, it's a lot less professional than what you're hearing right now. Um, <laughs> speaking of not as professional, I just it's a minute. I no, I just I just hit record just <laughs> twenty seconds ago. Oh. So we got the end of that. So just give us what the head again. Say? All right, hey, my name's Jonah well, Ray. Musical. No, it doesn't matter, Neil. My name is Jonah Ray. Uh, this is uh, I have a podcast uh, called Jonah Radio with my friends Cash. Oh, and you gave your credits Neil. at the top. Um, no, it wasn't recorded. That's exactly no, 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 what he just gotta, said. No, but we got to now, now you got to do your credits. Where do people know you from? Forget it. Listen to Jonah Radio on MaxFun.org. Neither, neither, either, either. Let's call the whole thing off. I like like calling off. <laughs> yeah, gender issues yeah. in our country, yeah. race issues in yeah. our country, continued <laughs> different identity issues. Let's call it off. Just forget it. Just fucking forget it. Neither, neither. We're all good. <laughs> I love this book so much. Yeah, it's great. It's so sweet. It's very sweet. And I really like hearing how she got there. Yeah. That it was a very organic way to get there. Mm -hmm. I think... There is a heavy pressure of sitting down and be like, I'm going to write yes. a book. This book will this be about, book will be about yeah. this very big, difficult thing that we can talk about. Yeah. And she is right. The The charm of this book is that 
it it is a good conversation starter for all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody's feeling a little different mm-hmm. or not like this or that, whatever. Or like, the, or like an answer isn't clear. Like right. It has to be one way or the exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. For, for anything that yeah. you or your children may be struggling with when it comes to just those types of questions about anything. Yeah. This really is a nice, comfortable place to be. Yes. The land of everybody's cool. That's mm-hmm. not the land, but you know what I mean. All right. You guys missed Biz doing a cute little shoulder I, dance while she did Everybody's Cool. It was I, cool. very cool. I'm still cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is cool? It's her mom. It's her mom having a breakdown, guys. Hi, one bad mother. This is a mom having a breakdown. Uh, I... There's just uh, so many things to do, and I know that on the show we talked, you guys talked about how we shouldn't compare, but my life is relatively easy, with a good job, and a great partner, and just one kid, but my anxiety's just been a lot lately, and it means I haven't been able to give a lot of myself, and I feel really bad about it, but I really... I really want to have another baby someday, but I'm just so worried if I can't handle things now. And then I get really frustrated that anxiety is doing this. So I just wanted to say thank you for your show, for being so honest, because it's helped me out a lot and it keeps helping me out. And yeah, I just really wanted to hear someone tell me I'm doing a great job because my own brain never will tell me that. It seems like. So thank you for the show. You're doing a great job. You're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are doing a great job. You really are. And I don't know. We got I mean, there's a lot happening for you right now, especially with the anxiety. That's a real thing that uh, we deal with. And sometimes anxiety can be more for Mm -hmm. some people. And uh, you're right. It doesn't set you up for a positive voice Mm -hmm. in your head. And you're right. Like you said, we aren't, we really have to struggle to not compare ourselves to other people. But, and is this going to be a weird thing to say? It is. You deserve, (laughs) you deserve to, to feel like shit sometimes. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, it's great that you've got a good job and a supportive husband and a good one kid. Yeah. Yeah. You also are entitled to freak the fuck out totally. and to feel bad. And to, I, mean, I cannot think of the times where I just am like standing in the kitchen, losing my mind or in my car in the parking lot of a grocery store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no bar set for what is too much, what is not enough, where, where mm-hmm. the breaking line is, what, when do we deserve to feel bad and doubt ourselves as parents? And this is a weird pep talk, guys, but I, <laughs> but I mean it. I feel like if we don't allow ourselves yeah. to, it's okay to feel bad. And that doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job. That's like right. you said the word, you said the phrase, like, that you you like wanted to have another kid someday, but if you can't handle this, right? And I thought to myself, what makes you think you can't handle it? Because right. actually, you are handling it. Yes, you You're are handling it 
all the time, every day. Handling it is what you are doing. Getting through the first child for X amount of years without having a meltdown is not the thing that wins you the right to to think about having another kid. I mean, but for real, I feel like that's a that's a crazy bar. I mean, oh my god, I I had the second child, and I'm still wondering if that was. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's normal. That's a normal feeling, and. There, I, I, that, yeah, I, I don't think. And coping with anxiety is yes, so hard. It is. And you're handling that on top of everything else. Correct. That's another thing that you're handling. That's right. You are doing really great things. Yes, you are. Every day. Yes. You really are. And call anytime. Yeah, we'll and also, you. we're not a substitute for yeah. actual. Right. Stuff that you can do to help your anxiety. I know you know that. Yeah, you know that. But I just want to say that. Correct. To everyone. Like, right. Anxiety is a real thing. Anxiety is a real thing. Biz and I both suffer from anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) It comes out in different ways. Yeah. And and, and we're laughing, but it's actually not that funny. No. I go once a week to see somebody to yeah. talk about mine. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and there there is help out there. And it, sometimes that feels really overwhelming, too. But there is help and there are proven things that you can do to help yourself feel better. Which, That's right. you know, you do deserve to feel better. But Correct. you are doing a great job. Regardless yeah. of how you feel, you are actually doing a great job. That is correct. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? We learned. I. You know what? Here's the thing. I think we learned that it is actually okay to put things on hold. Mm-hmm. I really liked the idea of instead of looking at, at one more thing I, I'm never going to get back to or be able to do, which clearly was how I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First is I just need to put this on hold for a while because my life can't handle it. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I actually don't like looking at either of them that way. Yeah. I like looking at it as the, if you love something, let it Set go. Set it free. Set it free. Oh, I love that. So and then it's going to come back as you yeah. clear the attic. Yes. Clear the space, yes. guys, to let your brain wander where it needs to go mm-hmm. so that these things that, that have gone on hold for whatever reason can work themselves out and then come back to you. Totally. Even if that's the problem things that we're putting on hold. Yeah, Sometimes you, got, you know, I mean, there's something to be said about the super obnoxious phrase, letting it go. Mm-hmm. Right? Taking yeah. a step back. Yeah. Letting it go. Yeah. Putting it on hold. Yeah. Loving it so much <laughs> that you must set it free. <laughs> yeah. But clearly there's some truth to those things. Totally. So I'm going to put Everything on hold. I'm all about it. Never brushing my teeth again. Yeah. Put stuff on hold <laughs> and we're going to go watch some Netflix. Yes. Let my brain wander. That's what meditation is, right? Yeah. Netflix. That's what those apps say. As long as I you have, have a the, glass of wine. Yeah. I have I the Netflix it's... meditation app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> we also learned that there are some really wonderful resources out there uh, like children's books, like Neither uh, by Early Anderson uh, that are just can make you feel good uh, about seeing the world and seeing yourself in a lot of different ways. And just even if it really is sometimes that easy, guys. So that's nice. And that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's enough. It's plenty. That's plenty to learn. <laughs> I am done with the learning. <laughs> 
Guys, a few things. Just shout out some bullet points at you real quick. Get ready. Pull out your pen. (laughs) We're going to be in Chicago. (laughs) Mother's Day weekend, May 11th, May 12th at G-Man Tavern. Saturday sold out. There are really only a few tickets left for the Friday show. You can go to OneBadMotherPodcast.com. Go to our live shows where you can get the tickets. That is going to be a very good time, guys. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Really looking forward to the insanity that is two days of live shows in the city of Chicago. Also, you can check out us on Twitter, One Bad Mothers with an S on the end, at Teresa Thorne, at Biz Ellis. You can also find us on Facebook. We got a public page. We got a private page. There are about 8 million subgroups, guys. Yep. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Over 100. Over? Well over 100. You think you're living in a city all by yourself and isolated? There's a good chance there's a One Bad Mother subgroup lingering about, ready to rope you in like a lost buffalo from the herd. (laughs) Just loop you back in. You can also review us on iTunes, which actually really helps people find our show. Yeah, it does. Which in turn helps us. Yeah, that helps us. And helps make those subgroups bigger and bigger for herding. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we wrote a book. It's called You're Doing a Great Job, 100 Ways You're Running at Parenting. It's not a hard read, guys. It's a nice, light, read that's a great gift uh, for yourself, for people in your lives who need to be told they're it's doing a great like job. It's not like all those other 100 ways books <laughs> that you have to slog oh, that are just one, so dense. Two, <laughs> 33. This book is just all about telling you that you're doing a fucking great job. You yeah. don't have to call the hotline. Just open the book. Yeah. We'll tell you you're not failing. Yeah. So you buy that. That's, that's, Give it as a gift to somebody. Yeah. Or yourself. Whatever. Everybody needs to hear they're doing a good job. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now that you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, you guys are. You really are. You really, really are. <laughs> I don't mean to repeat myself, but it's a lot. Yeah. Every day. Uh-huh. To varying degrees. And you're all doing amazing. Yeah, you are. Teresa, mm-hmm. you are doing a great job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.